T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's welcome board right now. The aforementioned Braylon Edwards has got a new book out. Uh, doing it my way. My uh, outspoken life as a Michigan Wolverine, NFL receiver, and beyond. And he joins us now. Hey, Braylon, Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. We certainly appreciate it, bud. Braylon, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, you got it. Um, you know, certainly, Braylon, a, a lot to get into with you over the course of your career. Uh, first of all, let's start. You know, what made you decide? I mean, you were an outspoken guy, certainly in college and the National Football League, a big, decisive personality as well. What made you decide to want to sit down and, and, and put a book together? Uh, well, a trial book of a publishing company came to me in 2016, but, you know, I had never thought about writing a book. I hadn't thought about what I would say in the book or, you know, what the subject matter would be. But after so, I uh, after I turned them down, I, you know, presented to family members, friends, people that I, you know, gained some trust for over the next course of two years. And, you know, they just started asking me, like, you know, what would you say? What would the story be about? And so I started thinking more and more and more about it, and I realized that there was things to talk about. There was a journey in there to put out to the to the masses. So when they came back to me in 2018, I was very excited to uh, work with them, and now the project is complete. Uh, hey, Brandon, so you played in Cleveland, as most folks know, right? So like, I would just love to get your perspective, man, and like, your breakdown, your thoughts on what we're seeing all the star power they have over there with Baker Mayfield and whatnot, and Odell and whatnot, and Juice Landry. Uh, just your thoughts and opinions about how that change has went over, or what, what you think about the Browns in general? Uh, well, I'm glad that you know they're they're getting some uh, some some national attention. You know, the uh, franchise has been been deserved for a long time, man. So I'm glad they're getting a national right. opinion. I think uh, I think you'll see them get better over the course of the season. I think uh, I didn't think they have a they didn't have a game plan going into the season. I think if you look at it, there was just a lot of star power put together, but there wasn't an actual game plan. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do on offense, or this is who we're going to be besides, you know, uh, the, the new the new team on the block. It doesn't matter how good your star power is. You mix Juice Landry up and Odell Beckham right. and Joku and Chubb. You have to have identity, and that identity is Nick Chubb. You guys are a running team. You just happen to have Baker Mayfield, a quarterback that can get the ball down the field, and you have – these uh, these extreme weapons and wideout, but you still got to be able to run the football. And I think Nick Chubb, as you saw this past week, gives them the best opportunity to win football games once he's rolling. And then you can add the wide receivers into. And I know it sounds crazy coming from a wideout, but <laughs> you know once you can get it rolling with Chubb, now you make the game easier for Baker. He doesn't have to make decisions, harder decisions than he uh, than he did two weeks ago and four weeks ago. You know, Braylon, I'm curious because we spent a lot of time testing myself, as everyone did, talking about, you know, Antonio Brown. Have you ever seen anything go down the way that it's gone down with Antonio Brown here over the last six, seven months? I haven't. Uh, you know, I have not ever seen anything. I think the closest, I don't know, is maybe T.O. just for that one instant. In Philadelphia. The, the yeah, exactly. With the workout that day. Uh, outside of that, I never have. You know, and I, every time I'm asked this question, you know, first of all, I wish him 
with him the best and whatever that is. I think he just needs to see someone. You know, I think that he needs to see a ther- when he's ready. He needs to see a therapist or some type of doctor that can sit down and 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 talk to him because I think he's going through some things inside his head, man, that he doesn't understand, and that it's going to take uh, something, somebody special to talk to him and kind of gauge where he's at and help him figure out, you know, what his issues are. But whatever it is, there's something in his head that we're not understanding and we don't see. And maybe he doesn't understand what it is either. So I just yeah. think he needs to, to see someone professionally. So, just my thoughts. Not, Brown, that's cool, man. And and just sticking on that on the Antonio Brown thing for one more one more question, if you don't mind. Like, so what does your gut tell you, your instincts? Uh, you know, does he end up back one day sooner rather than later, later playing on an NFL team again? Do you think he'll end up, like, next year or whatever, being on a team that someone's going to take another shot on him? Because he's so damn good, as you know. Like, what, what's, your, what's your thought on that? Right. I definitely think you see uh, him play again. You know, uh, assuming everything is okay with the uh, – with the, with the allegations, which they seem to true, be, true, yeah, they they seem to be in his favor. They seem to be fine. Seem to be a little, little bit bogus. So hopefully so, because if that if that holds up, you know, he doesn't have any off the field issues. So you're not looking at a guy that's, you know, running around, you know, just not respecting the game, not respecting his team's brand off the field. That's always the hardest part. Um, on the field, I think you'll get a team that definitely take a chance on him if he's willing to. You know, to agree with certain things, or if he's willing to try certain things, and I.e., one of them is you know, talking to some people. There were some players that I played with over the course of my uh, career that that was part of their deal when they came to the team that I was on. Is they had to talk to somebody, or they had to, you know, meet with somebody once a week, et cetera. So I think you'll get a team like you said because he is that talented. You know, you talk yeah. about a guy that said years never less than number three wide receiver in the league and typically he's usually number one behind Julio. I mean ahead of Julio. Uh now you got DeAndre Hopkins. But I think he has a lot lot of lot of time left. Nobody works as hard as some of the offseason. I'm not saying people don't work hard. Nobody works as hard as A B as consistently as A B in the off season. So he'll be back in the NFL. I just think he just he needs some time for whatever it is, man. Maybe it's the first half of the season. Maybe it's this whole season. But he needs some time off, but he'll be back. Braylon Edwards showing us his book is Doing It My Way, My Outspoken Life as a Michigan Wolverine NFL Receiver and Beyond. Braylon, you know, curious when you look at that Wolverine program uh, and where they are right now, the expectations when Harbaugh has taken over to where the program is at this stage. Still can't beat Ohio State. Have struggled against top 10 teams as well. You know, got healthy this past week on Rutgers, but they've always gotten healthy on Rutgers. What about what the the state uh, of the program that you start in? Right, um, you know I've said this for the past two 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 and a half weeks now. Um, first of all, I think that it's un, un <laughs> it's unreal expectations. I think you need to start there. Like Michigan has been a team that they don't win national championships, and this is this is my team that I'm talking about that I love. You know, we won one national championship in 1997. Outside of that, they're not a team that has been in the national championship yet or winning national champions. So that, I think that's always a, like a misnomer. It's always like a, a delusion. So that's the first thing. The second thing is is you gotta just, you have to recruit on offense better. You have to recruit players that are playing at a high level. Like if you look at the Ohio States, if you look at the Clemsons and the Georgias and the Floridas, well, not the Floridas, but Alabamas, these are teams that are going to the Final Four, Oklahoma, these are the teams that every year 
they look like a team that's supposed to be in the Final Four. They look like a team, and it's 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 usually because on offense they have quarterbacks that are up for the Heisman. They have quarterbacks that are going to be up for the Maxwell. They have running backs that are going to be up for the Doke or the Heisman or win. They have wide receivers that are going in the first round. Like they're and they're, the line, the line is stacked with guys from the South that are just mean guys that get it done, man. That they know how to block uh, at a fast paced level. So when you look at them and then you look at Michigan, Michigan's always trying to figure out every year who's going to be the quarterback. Mm. You're never going to have that running back that's going for 1,518 touch. There's always going to be some pedestrian numbers like 700 or by committee. You got wide receivers that are projects, and that's probably due to coaching, not being able to develop. Uh, tight ends are you know decent, and then uh, yeah, and the offensive line is you know just okay. They can't compete when you get up teams like two years ago at Penn State when their D line was real. They couldn't handle them more. Ohio State every year, so. You know, whoever's going to be the guy, if it's Harbaugh moving forward, if it's someone else, the deeper issue is the offensive, the way you recruit offensive players. I don't know if you got to open up a new pipeline down there in, in Georgia or Florida or Texas where you really got to go after the kids that are going to those schools down south because it also seems like it's a bigger issue uh, than Michigan. It seems like no kids that are – four and five stars from the South that are going to these schools that are competing for national championship want to come anywhere in the Big Ten with the exception of Ohio State. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I mean, you think you... maybe it's a weather thing? You think because, you know, you, know, you don't want to play in Ann Arbor because it's, you know, it gets a little chilly. Maybe it's that, or is it a Harbaugh thing? Maybe they just don't – maybe these top offensive – you know, Braylon, these top offensive four and five star recruits, maybe these kids, as you're saying, from Georgia or from Florida or from, from South Carolina right. and whatnot or Texas, you know uh, – don't want to go play for a Harbaugh. Do you, do you think it's part of that um, that deal with Jim Har- with Harbaugh with Michigan? I think it's a bit of. I think it's some of both. Mm. I think if you're if you're down south, if my you know my name is Joe Blow and I'm five star DB from from Florida, right? And, I, and I'm looking up north and I'm like, why would I go to Mich- why would I go to Michigan? They can't be Ohio State, and then I'm not going anywhere else in the Big Ten. Why would I want to go? Nobody else in the Big Ten competes for national championships. It's it's the appeal of the Big Ten. So that's one reason. Two, like you said, it can't be Ohio State. And then three, it's got to be the sales pitch, too. It's got to be that sales pitch, too. Like, you know, the, the way in which you compete is you have to reinvent yourself. You have to reinvent yourself. You can't keep giving the, hey, you come here and get a good education and, you know, you be a be a Michigan guy. Like, it's 2019. Like, parents don't even want to hear that anymore. You know, it sounds bad to say, but, yeah. you know, parents want to talk about the dollars. They want to say, hi, here's my son. You know, how can you get him ready to go to the NFL? You know, my son has 100,000 uh, uh, friends or followers on Instagram, and he hasn't even got to college yet. How can you build his individual brand within a team? And that's something that some of these other schools are doing. And they're actually, they actually even have programs where they're building logos for, for players. They're building uh, insignia. They're coming up with websites for these players. That's something that the teams are doing. Like, if you want to continue to compete, you got to continue to reinvent yourself. Don't get me wrong. Well, when, Lloyd gave, when Lloyd gave me that spill when I was in high school, that's all I needed. Well, it's not 2000. Well, it's not 1999. No, it, okay. it's no, it's not, Braylon. But, I mean, in, in, do you think Harbaugh is the right guy for the job? Um. 
That's a tough question because I've, I've literally been on both sides of that fence. I, at, there's times where I say yes because he gets the Michigan brand, you know, and, you know, he is a face. But at other times I say I just don't – sometimes if you can't be like Ed Ogeron, like Ed Ogeron realized what was going wrong at LSU, and he seems to have made the necessary changes to fix it. But that's LSU. They, they recruit well down there. Whoever's the head coach, right up here, doesn't seem like he's made the necessary adjustments. So you know. Well, no, he hasn't. Well, let me ask you this, Braylon. We'll close it out here. I mean, I mean, and you know this better than anybody. I mean, listen, that '04 right. season you had with the Wolverines was a legendary year. I mean, there's still records that you set that that nobody's come close to touching at the receiver spot for the Wolverines. If you were running that athletic department, would you be comfortable having Harbaugh coaching that team moving forward? No, and here's ultimately why. is because if you look at Michigan players, too, with the exception of one player in the last five years, no player has gotten better from sophomore year or even freshman because I'm someone played freshman. No player has gotten better from freshman year to senior year. The only player, like if you, you can go down a list of first-rounders and all, and all that, the only player that's actually gotten better was Chase Winovich, and that's because Chase Winovich was playing behind, you know, four and five defensive linemen that end up going in the second or first round. Like, you could argue Devin Bush, but Devin Bush came in as a man-child already. Like, Devin Bush played like that as a freshman, and he's actually going to be a – he could be a Hall of Famer with Steelers, but they don't develop talent well. Like, I look at wide receivers. Their junior years, they still look the same as when they were running routes as freshmen. Like, linemen still had the same issues in terms of stepping down and knowing who to block. Running backs don't pick up blitzes. Uh, quarterbacks still stay on reads and struggle. So that's letting me know he's not hiring the right people to be able to develop his talent. A player should look different from 18 to 21. Like, you're a kid at 18. You know, 21, you have facial hair, you, you got some – some 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 man strength coming in there. You got your intellect changing right. as you see things. They don't develop talent well, and it's not the player's fault. That's why people keep asking me about Tariq Black and Donovan Peoples Jones. I said they're tremendous talent who have been played with bad coaching. Braylon Edwards doing it my way. My outspoken life as a Michigan Wolverine, NFL receiver, and beyond. Hell of a player collegially in the National Football League as well. And has got uh, good insight as well. Uh, Braylon, best of luck with the book. Congratulations, and uh, thanks for the time this morning. Thanks, Braylon. Hey. hey, thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.